it's just a passion project of mine to talk about business finances. <laughs> um, we want the numbers. We want the numbers. <laughs> but yeah, like it's you just, said, you can't ignore this topic. And no. it's really, it does not have to be overcomplicated. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hi, it's Christine, your host of the Startup Student Podcast. And today I have the interesting series about business finances. And we're talking to Magdalena Mardi. She is a very good friend of mine that I've known for ages and ages. I don't actually know for how long. I think... Uh, 16 years. 17 years. 17. <laughs> the time we're recording this. And um, we've done a lot together because uh, we've done our apprenticeship together and then um, we work together in the same industries. Um, when I moved to the UK, she also moved to the UK just shortly after and we worked there together as well. And um, there's a lot of things that we're doing. She had her own business. We started basically at the same time when I started my own business. So it was really all the exciting journey that you can have as an entrepreneur. I was going with her. And uh, today I'm super excited to have her on this podcast because she also has her own podcast. And Magdalena Mardi from The Weave introduces herself now. Let's go, Magdalena. <laughs> now. <Yeah. laughs> well, thank you, Christine. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time. We've been 17 years. That's like a whole other human being. <laughs> we've known each other, um, <laughs> if you want to compare it like that. But yeah, like we've, we've worked in advertising and marketing for long years together as well. Um, and then obviously back in 2013, we both started our own businesses um, at the same time, but obviously in very different, um, very different, different genres. Uh, for me, it was wedding photography. Mm -hmm. I went full time in 2014. And then obviously, yeah, turned limited in 2015. But that was my very first business. And then on the side of that, I also started my own podcast, as Christine was saying, and uh, alongside that, a mentoring photography business. And then became, I followed you to the university and became a student startup mentor there as well and uh, worked freelance until, well, still doing it now. Um, and then end of 2019, I started with some business partners. We've started The Weave. So now I'm a, a startup myself at this point um, as we're recording this. And yeah, we're very passionate about regional innovation. Mm -hmm. So we're working on a community-driven crowdsourced challenge platform, if you want to call that in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but we are just starting with pre-revenue and we are going through the whole startup experience yet again. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's nice to share that with um, some business partners as well for a change and not do it on a freelance basis. So yeah, in a nutshell, that's me. <laughs> yes. And uh, starting your business again, <laughs> another business. I think once you become a, a startup or started something, at some point, you think, like, oh, I never want to start again with something else. But you eventually do, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I did as well, uh, starting the Creative Startup Academy. And then uh, I'm, I'm co-founder of the European Startup Association and have other <laughs> projects you're working on and trying out. So you um, become uh, aware of this entrepreneurial life and you become 
I don't know, you much more creative and have many more ideas. I think I have since I started my own business, I I'm became more creative and have more ideas for things um, than yeah. before. Yeah, and totally. And you're also you you're becoming a serial entrepreneur, really. Um, you're always you're always looking for the next thing, almost in that sense. Like you love love working and having your businesses, but there is a point where you then okay, am I continue running this or is actually, you know, the process of starting something new is, is also exciting and, yeah. you know, there are new opportunities arising and things like that. So, yeah. Well, yeah. watch this space about the weave. Obviously, we are very <laughs> new ourselves, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> yes. And um, today we are talking about an introduction to business finances. So we already said this is a whole series. So we're going to have four episodes packed full of stuff. And it can be a very dry topic that me personally, um, um, it's not one of my favorite topics, but when you have your own business, you just cannot ignore it. And so it's great to have someone on board who can uh, shed a bit of light on all these topics. And we, like I said, we have four episodes and this one is about introduction to business finances, where we talk a bit about revenue streams and um, cost structures of your business, really. Should we dive I mean, right in? <laughs> yes, let's do it. Um, for me, business finances, yes, I know. I'm, I'm a little bit I guess a little bit geeky in that sense that I've always <laughs> <laughs> loved numbers. Um, even though I've been running a wedding photography business as my first business, it's, you know, which is obviously very creative. Um, but I've always been, I had this two, two brain functions that one is the analytical <laughs> side and one is the creative side. So for me, numbers have always been fun um, in school as well. And yeah, just a geek like that. But that's why I kind of, when I, um, worked out a lot about my own finances I learned so much and mm. I think that's why I want to really share that knowledge and have been um, sharing that knowledge on my own podcast as well and doing some talks around this so I really just yeah it's just a passion project of mine to talk about business finances. <laughs> um, we want the numbers. We want the numbers. <laughs> but yeah, like it's you just, said, you can't ignore this topic. And no. it's really, it does not have to be overcomplicated. And I think if you um, listen to something like this, um, at least we give you a starting point of a few things yeah. to look at and pointers um, where you can get started with things and not be overwhelmed with everything. So take your time with stuff, but you have to do it because a business is uh, let's say something where you have a passion turning into something profitable otherwise it becomes a hobbit uh, a hobbit <laughs> a hobby a, ho a hobbit hobby yeah. Um, yeah. if you don't don't if you're not profitable you it is more a hobby where you pour all your money in because you have a passion and this is where we come in and maybe hopeful and uh, hopefully give you a few tips and tricks yeah. And also it's just, I mean, as a startup, you have to start somewhere and obviously every startup starts with an idea of a business. Um, and now you like, it's up to you to flesh that out. Um, and I'm not just talking about, you know, your validation of on the market and looking at, at, um, how you can, whether that idea is actually viable, um, like in, in demand, let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. um, and you're solving something for your customers, but you also need to look at uh, things around like how can you actually make money with this and also what kind of costs are involved. So as the very, very first, that's why this is kind of an introductory um, episode because mm -hmm. 
it's we're going to get into the more like financial statements and things like that um, in in the next few episodes, which all again sounds very very dry, but it doesn't have to be. You have to start somewhere. So I always ask um, when I work with students or you know with any kind of startup or me myself as a startup, I always look at okay, what are my revenue streams, and then put that against my cost structure to just see how how my business could become a viable business i'm not saying that it's straight from the start because as when you have an idea you know you're not you're not there yet but over time you need to prove basically also to yourself and potentially investors later on um to see that yeah you have an idea on your market of your market and pricing and everything plays into that but you need to also know um, how you can make money and mm. how much you actually, you know, how much it actually costs to run this business as well. So both sides of the equation, really. Yes, exactly. Um, so should we look a bit more into revenue streams? So where is the money actually coming from is basically what the revenue streams are. Exactly. Um, so yeah, revenue streams, as, as you were saying, as Christine was saying, um, are looking at your streams of money. Where could um, you, is it your products and services only? Like, are you, are you creating a product? Is that the only sale that you can make or your service in the other sense? Or are there also other things outside of those like big product, I guess, or big um, articles that you can you can also generate income from. So for example, in my wedding photography business, yes, I was a wedding photographer. So um, initially when you think about revenues, you would only think, well, I'm, I'm photographing a wedding. So that's the main income. And that is true on, on, one, on one hand, but there are also, I can upsell. I can, you know, I can sell an engagement shoot beforehand. I can sell albums afterwards. I can uh, make money with prints when they order prints online. I get like a profit margin from that. But also equally, I can, I can venture out and offer newborn photography or lifestyle family photography. You know, I can venture out and actually see, you know, using that business, the core is always the weddings, but I can always venture out and all of these little things are all revenue streams. Yeah. Um, so in your case, then if you are a startup, you have to kind of look at your own products and services and really think about it. Like what else can you sell? alongside your main core product or uh, service in that sense yeah and sometimes it's a natural progression like you just said you you have a wedding Mm -hmm. so people get married often get children afterwards so you can offer newborn shoots and then there will be other lifetime events that will happening and they have then a um, trusted photographer that they used and they loved at their wedding because something very personal and very important in their life because hopefully you just get married once (laughs) and uh, this way you already build a trusted relationship and why not uh, make sure that they think of you from time to time uh, when other things are happening and this is the same with any business uh, if you can venture out into different channels maybe you can make use um, of certain things so like I do for example as well uh, you develop the startup formula so I developed the startup formula and this startup formula the six steps to start your own business I turned into this podcast as well there's a podcast episode about that um, I uh, created an online course but I also offer this as workshops to universities and also as one-to-one if you want to work your way through starting your own business and there's also and a book, book. 
exactly yeah. there's a book so and there's going to be watch this space and audiobook as well <laughs> so <laughs> these are just and you examples. also have different formats of that book now, exactly so. yeah exactly <laughs> that book is available as kindle as printed and large print going to be an audiobook and so on so you can look into different revenue streams catering the same target audience but with different preferences also yeah but then also on the other hand it also depends on your business model so if you have a business model that is look like an online platform maybe there you know you you might have a subscription model so then you would have reoccurring fees every month that are coming in like an online you know have online courses or a community with with courses or whatever it is um but then those subscription that's that's one stream of income you could also then like we said upsell potentially and mm. add, have add-ons where they can book one-to-ones with you or they can um buy additional something additional that enhances that experience or maybe you have a tiered approach of your subscription so yes. you know one is like the minimum and then the second one is a little bit more advanced and has a little bit more features and then the next one is like the biggest pro like a lot of users or enterprise version of your software if you're selling a software for example it really depends on on what your business model is really yeah so i think uh, we made it clear so what are revenue streams it's where your money comes yeah. from and be open to new opportunities but like we said in the beginning when once you start this entrepreneurial journey you will see more and more opportunities than you might have seen before because it's just the nature of having your own business uh, and survival actually as well <laughs> this is where the finances yeah. come in and on the other hand you then have costs every startup yeah. has costs yeah so the the other thing that i wanted to say was just um when you when you're just starting out so you're just gathering this information right now so if if you're listening to this and you're literally at that point where you've um you know maybe at the idea stage or a little bit further down the line but you're you don't have to put numbers down straight away we we come to the number side of things um in the in the future episodes um or in the next few episodes but at this point it's literally just information gathering and then you can put numbers later on onto this so um, just jot down your revenue streams that you can think of right now. And maybe also obviously down the line, more revenue streams, like we said, might come along and actually, actually, you know, I can also sell this and I can do that. And, and then ideas are always happening and your business will evolve and pivot and, you know, adjust to outside circumstances, et cetera, et cetera. These were just a few ideas of the revenue streams and how you can uh, venture out to things. But on the other hand, you do have costs in your business. Every business has costs and don't underestimate the time that's involved, which is also kind of cost because if you're working on something for your business, you don't have time to work on something else that might make you money. Um, however, there's some uh, costs that you will have, um, that you will have maybe one-off costs or you will have ongoing costs, and then you might have some uh, variable costs, so your fixed and variable costs. And we just wanna talk a bit about that as well, what kind of costs you have. Let's start maybe with one-off costs. Um, might be something where you have to set up a website. Okay, after a few years, you might want to redo the website, <laughs> um, and you might have to update the website, but uh, there will be one-off costs for maybe getting a website design done by someone or buying a, a design off the shelf. You might have some costs uh, when you start renting an office and you need to buy some furniture or something like that. I don't know if you can think of any other 
uh, one-off costs, but I think it's quite clear what we mean by that. I think in general, I mean, we can obviously, yes, yeah, split them up in startup costs and then your ongoing costs later on um, is very valuable because if you're, for example, a cafe, uh, you have a lot of startup costs up front because mm. you have to build the entire cafe, the interior, you have to, you know, hire a chef, you have to do all these different things um, or staff or, you know, like supplies and, and everything. Um, so you have a lot of upfront costs, but then your ongoing costs are a little bit different and might, might be even, you know, might be lower. Um, but then some other businesses have very minimal on, uh, startup costs. Um, yeah. I think my wedding photography business, for example, was, well, it was, it wasn't minimal because I had the equipment. Um, but if, I mean, I bought the, most of the equipment already be, um, beforehand because it was a hobby. Um, <laughs> then if you were like really strict with myself or if I was really strict with myself, those would have been my startup costs, like having equipment, buying all that in, but then all the other running costs would, would be, you know, marginal against <laughs> that initial investment. Yeah. Yeah. So I think one-off costs could be rent, like you said, or um, like the website costs, just anything that is also related to your products and services yeah. that you Maybe have to get Maybe yeah. prototyping. Yeah. R&D. Exactly. Mm-hmm. anything that you have to build before you're actually getting. So for the weave, for example, that would be actually building, you know, a minimal viable product of the platform that we at this point are not there yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, it's getting now really like structuring our business now so that we are ready for potentially receiving investment um, or finding bootstrapping our business a little bit more so we can actually then hire a coder or a programmer to work with to get that that wireframe um, done and actually have a working platform at some point yeah so that's all my yeah that would be the one-off one-off costs yeah before actually the business starts and then we have the ongoing costs that are never ending (laughs) (laughs) and you have to be aware of them and sometimes people overlook them but it's, uh, I don't know, it, you have a website, probably you have a website. So you need to continuously pay for the URL that you bought and the hosting, for example. Yeah. And then or any have, kind of like plugins that you additionally yes. buy or yeah, any of that. Your website any, Anything there. basically that's reoccurring that comes on a monthly basis or on an annual basis. You might have a VPN. I'm just starting to think of all the ongoing costs that I have. You might pay for a VPN that you're using. Maybe you have um, certain kind of software like uh, in Zoom uh, or any other yeah. recording software. Microsoft. Yeah. Microsoft Office is now a subscription-based. It used to be one-off payments. Now it's subscription-based. Yes, uh, so Adobe Photoshop. Yeah, with anything. Adobe Photoshop, QuickBooks, or any kind of financial software, CRM systems, email marketing. <laughs> yeah, paying in accountants, accountancy fees. Accountancy fees. Yes, you have that as well, yeah. Uh, what else do you um, have? You have insurances. Oh. So like public liability, professional indemnity, or any other insurance that you have in your specific industry. Yeah, for your yeah. equipment or something. Maybe some membership right. fees if you're part of uh, any associations or something where you have to pay a membership fee. Might be something. Any subscriptions that you have to other platforms, uh, communities that, you, that you're part of that you pay for. Yeah, legal fees if you are hiring somebody 
solicitor or lawyer to look at your contracts, for example, or just be available for you if you have a, like a bigger kind of uh, where you have to protect yourself a little bit more in depth. Um, that could be an ongoing cost. Then obviously, if you have employees <laughs> at some yeah, point, uh, probably not at the beginning, but yeah, you have maybe some wages that you have to pay and all the other things that come with it. Uh, also, uh, having a pension plan in place and um, saving up for your pension or having a monthly uh, pension outgoing, not just for your employees, but for yourself as well, even if you buy yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, your own salary is also a cost because that's, uh, we can't, we touch on that in the next episode with the personal yeah. budgeting, but um, having and like paying yourself a salary or at least account for that salary already, like plan for that salary at, when you're doing your finances and kind of look into the future of what your business is, whether your business is viable, you have to take into account your own salary as well, um, which yeah, is, is another cost. Yeah, And then obviously and, rent. I mean, we've said yes. rent is obviously initially potentially in one off because you might pay one year in advance or something to start the business, but then it, it's an ongoing cost anyways from there on as well. Yeah. And, and many more that we might not uh, say at the moment, but think about all the costs that you will have at the beginning and all the costs that you have ongoing and maybe list them all it would be yeah, our call to action of this episode. <laughs> Yes. And think, think about it. Like, what does it actually mean to run your business? Like, are there also costs, like we said before, associated with your products and services? Like, for example, again, I can always talk with my wedding photography because that's just mm -hmm. such an easy, um, relatable business, but it's the, like hosting the images, like I upload them to an online gallery so that people can then buy prints from and see their images um, anywhere in the world, that is a like platform that I pay quite a lot of money for, mm. which is associated with my service because it's kind of integrated in my pricing that they get that platform for 12 months. Yeah. But it's, it's still, you know, it's an, like, I also like, there are slideshows I up, upload to Vimeo. So I have a Vimeo subscription. Yeah. Um, you know, those, those are all associated costs with selling a product yeah. or a service. And as a startup, you obviously can always bootstrap and you mm -hmm. try to have as little cost as possible. And sometimes there's free trials and sometimes there's also workaround with free software. But also always think about where is it worth uh, spending some money? Because sometimes the free workaround <laughs> takes up mm -hmm. so much of your time and it's really worth maybe paying six euros a month for something. I don't know. Yes. Um, that's what I learned, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I've learned too. Like, not like sometimes we, we save at the wrong end, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, but then other things, yes, for sure. I mean, Zoom, for example, if you are using Zoom for two people, is at the moment at this point in time when we're recording this is for free. Um, you know, there are some some features that you can use for free and some some platforms that you can use for free. Um, so bootstrapping, but you can only bootstrap if you have clarity about what you actually need and what where you need to spend money potentially or where the costs would lie and then you can see okay how can i you know how much does co insurance actually cost how much do i need office space or can i work from home um or can i you know work maybe one day a week i can hire a hot desk at a co-working space is that mo most efficient whatever it works for you really and whatever is the most um suitable for your business but un unless you have those that overview of looking at all these different costs 
and then you know find frugal ways or work around ways to bootstrap in the beginning and then long run you're much better off it with it yeah that's true you okay <laughs> i think to do for today to do for <laughs> right today easy peasy yes <laughs> takes, takes so, five minutes approximately <laughs> <laughs> sit down like i said at the beginning though it can be so daunting so just sit down yeah. list don't put the numbers yet in so just list down all your revenue streams and then list all your costs that you potentially incur at the beginning maybe you also have costs that might be coming later that you know already of um you know that maybe in like two years plan kind of thing that you you know they are coming but put down the ones like everything that you know at this point and don't worry about the numbers yet just yet um and i think that will give you already a lot of clarity yes perfect that was what we wanted to give you in today's episode and uh i can't wait for the next one and i think you can't wait for the next one either everyone who's listening because it will be about rocking your personal budgeting Thank you so much for your time today, Magdalena, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart, and it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so, because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.